I mean, I think the silence works well too. I agree with you. I do think it's a it's a great moment for just some silence, just some silence as we wrap our heads around things. Uh, lots to process today. Mm-hmm. Uh, started last night, really. And yeah. if you're listening to this, most of you know by now. Longtime drummer of the Foo Fighters, also frontman of his own band. Taylor Hawkins has passed away. He was 50 years old. And uh, pretty out of nowhere news. For sure. I um, I was shocked, like absolutely floored when uh, Misa let me know yesterday. Um, like she said, we got the breaking news last night. Um, and the story was still developing until today. And, uh, I mean, I immediately turned over and told Angel because, you know, um, drummer and he has such respect for Taylor. Um, he was like, no, you're lying. No. And, uh, sure enough. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure there are so many other drummers and musicians and just like, you know, people with their own setups in their garages and music rooms and, you know, who are not wanting to believe it either, but unfortunately, it does sound like uh his inner demons may or may not have gotten to him again. Yeah. Uh yeah, and according to very recent report that just came out. Um, it does sound like he had a few things in his system that may have led to this, and it's really unfortunate to hear. But really, we just want to talk about his legacy. Yes, absolutely. Um, my gosh, I mean, he has been, like Nisa said, with the Foo forever since 1997. Correct me if I'm wrong, Nisa. Yeah, that's about right. He's only, he's only the second drummer that they've had, but of course he's been the one that they've had the longest. Um, of course, everybody famously knows that Dave recorded the entire first album by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and while he did do the tracks on the second album, it was when Taylor joined them to tour that he became a permanent member. Yeah. Um, and he's just always... It's his smile for me, you know? He just wins me over with his smile. Always smiling in all his um, all the videos, every, like, clip I've seen from um, tours and concerts and just always looked like a great, great person to be around. Were you ever able to meet him in person? Um, I, unfortunately, never got a chance to see Foo Fighters live. Um, I know, Misa, you have. Um, I forgot where I was going with this because my, I'm sorry, my mind is just blinking right now. I understand. Um, well, to answer your question, no, I didn't get to meet him. I am, I am grateful that I got to see him play live. Uh, and there were many times where, it, like, especially after In Your Honor came out, which was 2005, mm-hmm. he started to switch places with Dave 
for random songs. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them would be original Foo Fighters songs, and then some would, some would be covers. So uh, it was always really cool to uh, get to a point in the show where Dave would introduce Taylor, and they would hug, and then they would switch places. Like, Dave would do drums, and Taylor would do vocals, and he would go into covers like Queen, uh, David Bowie, mm -hmm. Queen slash David Bowie. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, of course, Taylor's such a such a huge Queen fan, so I think he took every chance he got to fulfill his dream of commanding a, an audience and uh, covering a classic Queen song, as you do. <laughs> um, yeah. And, of course, he just held everybody in the palm of his hand. Um, and it was just really amazing to see him drum. Like, even if you don't see him live, you can watch those live performances you see mm -hmm. those music videos, those stupid music videos that they used to make. Like, oh gosh, I love them. He was on another level. He really was. And um, I, I am a fan of like several of his influences. Like you said, we do know that he loved Queen and another favorite, Jane's Addiction. I know um, I was reading earlier that he also loved like Genesis and the police. Mm -hmm. Um, the Beatles and I just I love that he had this amazing like background of influence and just like that classic rock drummers and you could see that in all of the videos performances things that you could watch on him um, and a great performer and I love that he was so cool um, speaking from just like knowing drummers and I know you can probably attest to this too sometimes drummers are very particular about their kits and like don't like to share but the way him and Dave just like would bounce back and forth, like they just had such trust and openness with that. And I, I really look and appreciate for that in drummers because some drummers can be assholes. <laughs> no way. Not a drummer, not musician. Surely you jest. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Frankie and I are flashing back to my very first boyfriend. <laughs> and one of your holdings in my How did you and... know? Fuck those guys. Anyway, um, we have nothing but love here for Taylor Hawkins. Of course, we are big Foo mm -hmm. Fighters fans. Um, and I think right now, uh, a lot of our pain stems from uh, what we imagine or can't imagine Dave going through right now. Oh, God, yeah, I can't even, I mean, I, I I don't know where you would have to live, and I don't mean this to be rude, but, like, to know Dave's past, we all know he started off in Nirvana, and um, to lose Kurt, and um, in the way that Kurt was lost as well, just that, I can't even imagine going through that, that would be very traumatic, but Dave was able, you know, to overcome that, start a new amazing band, um, still have such a great outlook on life and be so positive and, you know, put out awesome music and albums and movies. Um, and then to lose Taylor. And we know that he did have some struggles with some things in the past and it's, um, it's just really sad. And I can't imagine that wound kind of reopening and then losing someone who's been with you for so long, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, I just, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't imagine how he feels. I, 
you know, and it and it all happened so close to Kurt's anniversary, which is coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw someone say something earlier about how Dave was a drummer who lost his lead singer, and now he's a lead singer who lost his drummer. Oh, God. And that everything comes full circle eventually. Damn. And that's really sad when you think about it. Damn. Um, and I think about Taylor's wife and kids. And um, if you guys haven't seen the Who Fighters documentary, Back and Forth, where they basically talk about everything from beginning to the Wasting Light mm-hmm. album, then uh, you'll know, like, you know, Taylor's family does make an appearance. And, like, that at the time, he only had two kids, I believe. Now he has yeah. three. And it's just, uh, it's just, you think about the kids. And you think about how young they are and how many more years they could have had together but won't. Um, and that's, I mean, that's also, that's another tragedy in and of itself, really. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really hard. And um, we know that right now lots and lots of people are struggling, like, the world is a scary fucking place right now. Um, just a reminder, you are important. You are loved. And uh, everyone needs help at some point or another. So please don't hesitate to ask for that help or reach out or say I'm struggling or something. Um, and just be careful when you turn to substances to kind of help with that. Whatever you may be going through. Yeah, and they were on, um, so he did pass away in Colombia. Um, they were on tour right now, and they had a, a performance tonight, correct? Or last night? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so they are on their South American tour. Uh, touring festivals, I believe, is, is a majority of it. They played Lollapalooza last Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, which, from what I understand, is his last performance. Uh, I could mm-hmm. be wrong, but that's what I read. And okay. yes, they were expected to play a show, play the festival on the night that he was found. And um, it's, and I was talking to Martha about this this morning. It's odd um, to think about something like this happening to a band like this because Foo Fighters are so synonymous with fun and humor, and good news, and, you know, when you read a headline about them, it it usually is about, like, new album, surprise AP, horror movie, new side project, you know, like, they're always doing something, they're always working, Um, and so it's odd to come across a headline that says Foo Fighters, and then includes the words drummer Taylor Hawkins dead at 50. It just doesn't compute. Um, and you never really consider the fact that something bad could happen to this band. Uh, you picture this band in 10, 20, 30 years still playing music like Keith Richards and Brian May. Um, but this really does goes to show like um, Foo Fighters are not immune to tragedy. Like even they are going to have their ups and downs. And this is probably one of the worst imaginable. Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't, 
feel real yet. And I hate saying that um, because I can't imagine again what his family and what Dave is feeling. It just, it's so hard to wrap my head around because like you said, Food Fighters is just synonymous to me for like that fun, awesome, just like jamming band, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it just sucks. It just sucks. Yeah. And I agree with you. Like it doesn't feel or sound real yet. Um, and I think a big part of that is because we've only really seen it in words. Uh, right. And the pictures that we've seen are from the past. Like we have yet to see a picture of the band without him. And yeah. it might take seeing them all together without him for it to be like, oh, that's the new picture, you know, or, you know, like I think back to um, the MTV Movie Award or like the MTV VMAs. I I, I want to say it was 2001. It had to be uh, when uh, Left Eye passed away. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It, was yeah. a two, it was 2001, wasn't it? Yes, I believe you're okay. correct. Yeah. And uh, I remember they did like a, a quick not a quick, but they did like a little segment about her in memoriam and they had T-Boz and Chili come out and Mm -hmm. it was when they came out and they stood at the mic, Chili finally broke down and said, it's hitting me now because there are only two of us up here. Yeah. And I think that's what it's going to take. Like there's only five of them now. And when we see it as five of them, that's when it'll be like real like that's when we know like all the pictures that we have of taylor are the only pictures we are ever going to have of taylor ever again yeah yeah i just really hope that he was able to speak to his family sometime yesterday yeah, I hope so too. And that's another that's another like real cruelty about it is that when you when you picture dying, one of the most comforting ways to go, I think, uh, would be surrounded by your family and friends in your own home. You know, the way that you like to hear other people go. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's how it should be. It should be peaceful and in a sense it should be on your own terms. And it shouldn't be in a hotel room in another country where someone had to find you. Yeah. Uh, so that's unfortunate. <clears throat> Just um, all the uh, all the condolences for everyone because I it's just a really hard um loss mm-hmm. it's a really hard loss mm-hmm. and um i hope his wife and his three I, it's uh two girls and one son correct i just hope that his children know how awesome i'm sure they do of course but how awesome he was not just as a dad but you know in the music world and everything and um hopefully they can find solace and 
all the amazing tributes that I'm sure we're going to see. And, um, yeah, mm -hmm. that's just, it's going to be a really hard thing for them, too. It sucks because it's also, like, triggering in a way. And I think, I feel like you can relate. Um, you know, you yes. probably have similar feelings for Keith. Yes. And I, of course, have been thinking about Alan all day. Yeah. And Keith's birthday was Monday, so it's been a really... It was very hard yesterday. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was like... And um, in researching, because um, I started looking at his band's, like, our conversation earlier about, you know, um, paying homage to him. Um, he loved Pink Floyd as well, and that was one of Keith's favorite bands. And, you know, Queen, of course, and I know that was one of Alan's, too. Um, so there's just a lot of similarities with some of their music tastes and I would venture to say even their personality, even though I never met him in person, um, they just kind of give off that same kind of aura and um, energy, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, across the board, all, all three of them have very similar qualities. Yeah. And so it's uh, it's not even just like, the loss that's relatable but it's also like the person like who he was to the people who have lost him respectively mm -hmm. uh so that's also you know humbling yes in a way yes uh and um <clears throat> it feels odd to speculate what's going to happen next but you know you can't help but wonder yeah at least a little. Um, but, you know, that's not our concern right now. It just, uh, we just want to talk about how much it sucks and it's okay to hurt. It's okay to mourn someone that you feel like you know because their music has been the soundtrack to your life forever. Yeah. I know um, one of my kind of like coworker acquaintances um, was like, oh, like, I think it's weird when people like mourn certain celebrities and I would venture to say I, certain celebrities I can understand, but with musicians, I feel like music is just the language of our lives. You know, so many times there have been Foo Fighter songs that have just given me hope or have just helped me get through times or I can play and it just like puts me in a better mood or um you know if I'm angry and I needed a song that I was like fucking angry about you know and a song that felt that that song matched it and um it just it's a different connection for me and so to me it is it is a very sad loss and it is personal because the band including Taylor have been there for me since Back in 1999, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, it is, um, it's a very, very sad loss. Yeah. Um, and I, there's, I don't know what else to say. Really. I'm surprised that we were able to muster up 20 minutes worth of 
<laughs> because it's I know honestly yeah yeah shocked. just speechless just speechless don't know what to say don't know what to think or feel or do um <clears throat> and of course we're just we are very very distant in his web of people and you know Dave and his wife and his kids are feeling it even worse and I can't even think about that so um but I think at this point all we can really say is um hug the ones closest to you that you love the most and um you know, uh, say what you want to say while you have time and mm -hmm. uh, buy the expensive ticket and pay the stupid parking fee and go see your musical heroes play before you can't. Yes, 100%. Yes. Um, and if for whatever reason you can't, get yourself a bestie who will call you so you can hear yes. your songs yes. <laughs> while they are live. And I am absolutely referring to Misa because, oh my God, what grade was that, Misa? Eighth grade? Eighth or ninth grade? It has been randomly because I usually, I always call you. <laughs> I always call you when they play Everlong. Yes. And um, that song is just, Oh, God, that song can, like, I couldn't even listen to it today. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, talking about it, it's going to make me cry. Um, I tried really hard. Like, I put on some of their songs, but that one in particular, my heart was not ready. Um, but unfortunately, I have not been able, had not been able to see them live. That's weird. Um, will not be able to see them live. And um, Misa has always made me feel like, I've at least gone to see a part of them live because pretty much every concert she's been to, she's called me for my song and it's been an awesome experience, but yes, get out there, see your, see your musical heroes. Like Misa said, um, especially if they touch your heart and their music resonates with you. It's, it's very important. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's all I can say. I'm, I'm on the verge of tears. I'm I'm surprised we're able to talk this long. Yeah, I know, right? Same. <laughs> um, but this is just something that we wanted to quickly get on and record because it's something that we wanted to acknowledge and just talk about. And, you know, if you're feeling the same way, you're not alone. And the music world is mourning for sure. Music fans, not mm -hmm. even just Foo Fighters fans. And so it's okay to be sad even though we didn't know him personally. Yeah. Are, your feelings are valid if you feel like you lost a family member or a really, really good friend. Yes, absolutely. I love that you said that, yes. And um, we will definitely be playing some homage to him, um, Taylor soon and some of his favorite bands and um, respecting him in the best way that we can here at Soundtrack City. Yes. For sure. So, um, thank you, Frankie, for joining me for this impromptu <laughs> episode. Thank you, Misa. I love that we did this. And um, to everyone, thank you. And uh, you're not alone. You're loved again. And <sighs> hang in there. This is Frankie. And Misa. Bye, guys. <laughs>